There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the Wise Men Say podcast. My name is Craig Clark, and we are here for a musical special. Thankfully, you'll, that doesn't mean we are going to perform a musical for you or do any singing. Uh, we're just going to talk about music, which I suppose is quite topical at the moment, given uh, there's a large feature on that in the second season of Netflix's Sunland Till I Die. Um, we'll not get on to Charlie Methven and his Beliric Beats. Um, I'm joined tonight by Richard... Easterbrook. Hello. And Rory Fallow. Hello. And Matthew Keelan's using a laptop from the war, so it is unfortunately unavailable this evening. <laughs> He's here in spirit. <laughs> yeah. Just like music never dies, Matthew never dies. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I guess we'll just jump right into it. Um, they say politics and sport doesn't mix, but football and music very much does. Um Right down to, basically, as we've seen on Netflix, the music that the team runs out to. I guess that's like a big part of, of match the experiences. Sort of kick off, I guess, Richard, me and you are, are the oldest out of the three of us. Um, yeah, and probably have similar experiences of, um, of, of Roker Park and, and your first experience of what the run out music was or the build up tunes in that yeah. era in the 90s. That's the thing. Um, uh, my first game was uh, 1990. Um, it was Sunderland Tottenham just after the World Cup. It was nil nil draw. Uh, I do not remember a thing about it. Absolutely don't remember a thing. <laughs> Doesn't sound very memorable. Nil <laughs> nil. Like to be fair, no. I remember I was in like I was because uh, my dad's girlfriend worked in a ticket office, so we used to get like free tickets whenever whenever we we wanted them. Um, but those days I wasn't really interested. Like, the World Cup kind of piqued my interest, but I just don't remember what we played. I know uh, Stephen said that we used to play uh, Z cars. Yeah, I was. Um, the, yeah. I just don't. I don't even remember us having a PA. Even when I went in like <laughs> 96, 96, 97 and a couple of games in ninety five, ninety six, I don't remember at all. Can you not remember, remember them? We will rock you when they used to play that in the build up. I don't. So obviously now we've got like a full on peak run up and everything, and I guess yeah. the equivalent of involved Queen. I don't think we ever ran out to it, but we might have. And I just have this memory, which may be implanted by you know, kind of some kind of apocryphal thing. Where everyone used to sort of slam the seats down in time with it in the clock stand. <laughs> Do the whole clapping. Yeah, like yeah, a lot, like, brilliant. but with seats. Because um, I used to go just, with the kids' That's what club. Brian May wanted. <laughs> well, I think he envisaged Sunderland fans doing that, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think when him and David Bowie collaborated on Under Pressure, <laughs> he obviously said this to him. <laughs> And then when Bowie played Roker Park in what year was it, nineteen eighty seven? God, he obviously yeah. he obviously had a word. It's like, oh, Brian May's really envisaged a load of football fans slamming seats down, and <laughs> being chairman Tom Cowie at the time was like, oh, well, let's get that over let's, to let's, here. Then. Let's get it rocking and rolling, or yeah, whatever. exactly. Bit of a Coleman quote there, yeah. wasn't it? By yeah, accident. It um, but Z cars, I, I, I'm like you, Richard. I can remember it, but probably because I've been told about it yeah. but it's interesting that Everton still run out of it and uh, when Stephen was talking about on the Away Days podcast was that uh, obviously Goodison's the same architect Archibald Leach as Roker Park and there's that kind of yeah. link between the two yeah, yeah. and it got so that, <clears throat> go ahead sorry their main stand uh, yeah that's it no no it's their, their, the main stand of, of Goodison Park is like exactly the same the, as the, the, the lattice work yeah. also Ibrox as well yes that's right aye yeah, yeah. Um, but Z Cars itself is obviously a theme tune. Does anyone actually know anything about Z Cars, though? Brian Blessed was in it. That's a good fact. I um, like it. No, no, it was one of those kind of 
rubbish 1960s, 1970s detective shows, wasn't it? Yeah. A bit like um, that one with John Thor in it. Um, can't remember what that one is. Oh, like, in <laughs> what, the mold of what? Like the, the Saint? I don't know. Was the Saint kind of the maybe Saint, similar to yeah, that yeah, with there's... Roger Moore? So this leads on yeah. to a really important question, which is what other TV or film themes would make good run-out music or have been used? As in, Star Wars. As in Star yeah, Wars. Star Wars, Wars was the one I think that Sheffield came, United yeah. have used Star Wars. Or maybe like Preston. Like, I think some mm-hmm. teams... I think it's very like... Teams lower down the divisions always lean themselves into that, don't they? Like, yep. I, I think someone's even used like the Pirates of the Caribbean music, you know? Like, really? To, yeah, I've got that. Again, that might just be because I'm like blending all this tin potness into one. <laughs> but... I'm sure those would be... It'd be great if someone used, like, the Austin Powers music to come out to instead. Really, like, everyone's <laughs> driving out. Well, I was thinking, like, related to Zed cars. Me and you were talking about this when you, you shared on Instagram or uh, something from Alfida saying pet, and it made us think of um, the Minder theme. I just had yes. visions of, like, Sunland running out of the Minder theme tune. <laughs> <laughs> and and yeah, maybe get him on, like you know, at the end of the season, if, <laughs> perform it. Oh, for maybe I'm bored of that. That's like great. That. Well, if you're doing the Minder theme tune, I guess you should not exactly do the Minder theme tune, but you should have like one of the players write the theme tune, sing the theme tune, and then <laughs> yeah, come yeah. out to the theme <laughs> to tune. To well. Wow, that would be superb. That, actually, well, but I don't it? know which, like, which Sunderland player would you trust to write. To write an anthem, maybe we want to ponder on the... and come back at the end of the pod. I think, think yeah, I think we pipes. need to think about it. Uh, it's, it, I think, I think it's Chris Maguire for me, but we'll come back to it. Uh, I don't know why he just looks like a crooner. He looks like he'd love a bit karaoke. Yeah, he does look like in a sort yeah. of backroom pub function room <laughs> sort of yes. singer, doesn't he? He'll do I can it for like, him fi- in the he'll Queen do it fifty quid. Yeah. yeah, in the Queen Vic in Rock, um, yeah, exactly, definitely. which is in Sunderland Till I Die as well. Uh, yeah, it is, I got You do it for 50 link. quid and, like, as many pints as he wants. Well, and yeah. obviously, yeah, sort of coming back to other clubs and you'd mentioned the Star Wars stuff, uh, Rory, it made us think, obviously that's kind of orchestral, which probably leads into the more sort of iconic, especially for the stadium, I like Profokiev, ready to go. Mm. Was that your first sort of memory of Sunderland running out the music or was it a bit earlier than that? Uh, yeah, it was. The first game I went to was the second game at the Stadium of Life, which, similar to you, Richard, I've got, like, no recollection of. I fell asleep. Like, I wasn't interested <laughs> at all. I think it was my dad, like, just desperately trying to get us interested, but I was only four, to be fair. Like, yeah, the first God, no wonder you can't there. remember. <laughs> yeah, like, we lost 1-0 against Norwich and Niall Quinn, Mr. Sitter, but I can't remember any of that at all. I vaguely remember being in the seats in I think we were either in the East End or the West End, I can remember it was a side. But anyway, the but I can can remember Dance of the Night and Ready to Go quite vividly when I first started getting interested, which was around about two thousand, two thousand and one. I would get taken uh like cup games, like again, which a lot of people do with like young kids and still now is taking the cup games where it's a little bit quieter. Not as important if they want to leave and everything like that. But I can remember, and it was night matches, actually. I would get taken to those ones, like League Cup games. And yeah. like, I've got memories of being sat in the Premier Concourse and Dance of the Nights is quite evocative under the lights. Oh, yeah. And then, you know, ready to go, like quite pumping as well. And, you know, we were quite good and we'd win those cup ties as well. So it was quite engaging, but yeah. goes a long way, like that sort of anthemic music and, I know we've said we're not going to talk much about Charlie <laughs> Methven, but when him and Oscar from the club are saying like, oh, it's really boring, it's really slow, it's a bit of a like, well, you're two people from outside the area who yeah. don't, which Louise, I think it's, is it Louise Wanless who says, well, mm-hmm. there's people from a certain era who have strong memories of yeah, it. exactly. And they don't associate with that and associate, because it is very atmospheric. Um, I think it was quite an intimidating yeah. sound, actually. Exactly, Craig. Yeah, I totally it's, agree. It's not the walkout music, is it? It's it's the it's the build up. It's yeah. it's the kind of ten minutes before kickoff. And the old match announcer John Foster used to say, ten minutes to go till kickoff." Yeah. And then, like a couple of seconds yeah. later, opening bars of of Dance of the Nights, and everyone would go to the seat because it would be like, right, shit, the match is. Yeah, it would be great and if you really, would really, really did build the occasion. And it was really hear that in the concourse. It would be like 
almost up, like hearing the opening bars of it would be like mm. like you say like oh we better get our seats now but it would it like had that sense of urgency to it i think even though they're sort of doing it down as being slow like as a piece of music i don't view it that way at all well you have you have a slow yeah. build up like it's like it's kind of you know rousing and then you use ready to go was the kind of right that's the pumper that's the one like yeah. the raw you know, no one was really going to roll along with it to provoke you if that wasn't the kind of point of it. And I'm sure this could be just the way you always think your club's first. But I always thought we influenced quite a lot of other clubs to go down that route, which possibly led to stuff like Star Wars music, etc., being used elsewhere, as well as Provokiev being used elsewhere as well. Yeah, that could be bollocks, yeah. of course, but, you know. <laughs> I think with the history side of things, I mean, when the stadium light was opened, it was part of the like the new vanguard of brand new stadiums, brand new all seat stadiums. You know, there was there was Riverside, there was uh, Pride Park, mm-hmm. there was ourselves. There was all these new stadiums popping up, and these were around the times of of, of Sky Sports, you know, really building a game up as a as a as a piece of entertainment. And I think a lot of the clubs around that time really bought into it. With you know, with like, I know Wolves did fireworks quite early mm-hmm. on, and they still do them now. Um, you know, and the light shows that you get at games now really kind of helped to build the atmosphere that, that this was a big occasion. I agree with that. Um, and I think, like, there's still, like, you have to use it because it's part of the stadium's mm. history. And it's why probably Everton still use Z cars because they haven't moved ground. Um, and it's just part of the fabric of the match day. Um, <clears throat> which makes us, speaking of sort of Z cars and, and Everton and some of these other clubs, have you ever gone to another ground and thought, that's a really good piece of music to run out to. Because the first one that comes to my mind is, uh, I saw us draw with Bolton in the Cup 2-2, and I don't know what music Bolton used at the minute, but they used to come out to Enter Sandman by Metallica, and I just thought, this is amazing. Really? <laughs> it's a bit like... Burnley. Burnley use um, Doves pounding. Do they? And it really works. Oh, no, they don't. Is it one of them? I think it's... Uh, no, Burnley use pounding. Mm-hmm. Uh, West Brom used to use... Um, Oh, I've forgotten its name now. It's gone. <laughs> Got this right. uh, Arc- Arcade Fire. Arcade, Arcade Fire, Fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got memory of yeah. that as well, I think. But they do that good that. sort of yeah. like, like you were saying, like building up. They they do that sort of what Dance of the Night and Ready to Go would do, but all in mm. one song, wouldn't they? Like yeah. bands like them and LCD yeah. Sound System, like yes. songs that start. Like I always think a song like Dance Yourself Clean by LCD Sound System would be quite a good one that starts off quite quiet and quite slow and then like really like like kicks in and Arcade Fire do that really well too. Would that make us the coolest club in the country? I mean, we obviously are anyway, but like even cooler, obviously, if we ran LCD Sound System would be amazing. Yeah, great. Uh, More of that. Any any you would like to see us run out to, Richard? Um, Well... I played in a, um, a charity game at the Riverside uh, about five years ago, and they came out to uh, Thunderstruck by ACDC because nice. the game was in the game was in honour of a of a Middlesbrough fan who'd died the year before, and he his dream was to have Middlesbrough walk out to um, Thunderstruck. Wow! So it was it was two like Middlesbrough elevens uh, mm. with a few like former players like Ugo Ugo Akiog, um, uh, Dean Gordon, um, Gasca Mendieta, Colin wow. Cooper. Me, <laughs> <laughs> former Middlesbrough player Richard Easterbrook. Yeah. So, but like standing in the tunnel and like it was the, the the most kind of big match experience I'll ever I'll ever get. Um, when that music was like pumping out and it kind of when it when it kicked in, we all ran out at the same time and it was it was pretty pretty impressive. I mean, there was so like five thousand fans in the stadium, so it wasn't as if it was like a huge occasion, but. I think that would work really well. You can't us. tell that when you're in the tunnel, though. To be fair, like no, you're no, still no, you in that no. place. Like I've mm. played at the Stadium Light a couple of times um, for like games involving Roger reports that were put on, and at least one of the times we had Dance of the Night, and I think for one of the times it was actually Future Heads that they played for mm. some reason. Even though it was oh, after, yeah. even though it was after we started having them, or well, maybe I've just sort of changed that in my memory. We definitely Dance of the Night, and you stood there and you're like. Oh great! Like and then yeah. you're obviously so walking out, and it's and it's empty. <laughs> but like, still, you get that little little moment. That's really cool. So was yeah, that your totally. was that your favourite one that we've run out to at the stadium? Future heads. Yeah, Did we actually run out. Yeah, we used to run out to it, didn't we? It wasn't yeah, like in with the build up. We yeah, ran out to it, didn't we? Yeah, it's, de- yeah, it's beginning of the twist. It's definitely my yeah. favourite because it's quite a good song. It's quite cool. It's got that 
that's got the right kind of like rhythm and sort of like pump and sort of song for a match mm. day and it's got like a local connection as well. Of and course, a lot yeah. of people used to like to do it down and say, Oh well, none of them are Sunderland fans, but then in the same breath they would suggest songs like I don't know, for example, maybe like Enter Sandman, Craig, like but yeah. I don't I don't think like James Hetfield, like in the <laughs> South Stand. Massive lads. Yeah, fan. having a pint in Vestatillies before the match. Like they're still a local <laughs> band who are like proud of the area. So I think it's like ticked those three boxes of there's a connection to us mm. it sounds good and like it sounds good in terms of being a good song and then but it's also it's like pumping it's like oh yeah we're at the match now that like it's like yeah that's what yeah. that's what a run out song should be and to be honest if i had my way i would bring that back as the run out music now quite good memories with it like for certain yeah. parts oh. Around that time, the club were also using um, Decent Days and Nights for, like, kind of incidental music on the YouTube channel. So they were, like, doing, like, highlight footage and stuff. And it was always, like, interspersed with Decent Days and Nights. It always worked quite well. Yeah. I, like, I think it's it's nice for the for the club to play on that local, the local angle. They'd use little comets as well, wouldn't they? I can't remember which song, but they definitely would use the little comets song because two of them are Sunderland fans as well. Yeah. And you get some of Frankie's stuff blasting out of the well, stadium, yeah. don't they, really? There's some real, like... Um... You could definitely, uh, you know, use that. Like the the tunes would work. Do you know what I mean? I think, you should pull rank more I think often. The problem, the problem yeah. with that is that Frankie does select the music, so it, it would be a bit, bit self indulgent. <laughs> they should have done it before before he was in charge of that. That's what I meant. I guess yeah. it's too late. If now. he starts doing it before before Christmas, or the royalty check will just drop in in time. <laughs> <laughs> well, can you remember when? That's the band's present paid for after the last. In the last World Cup, I think it's after England beat Turkey, and BBC I think had the rights to for that game or whichever it was, BBC or ITV. And on the closing credits, they played "Hunger" by Frank. Oh yeah, it's brilliant, so wasn't it? Because of that, like I associate the song with with that tournament as well, and with football again. Like it's sort of, yeah. especially. I mean, that's a huge thing to be associated with. I guess like a World Cup or you yeah. know what I mean, like a huge tournament. So we've got a, we've got a local band, Sunderland supporters, associated with the World Cup. <laughs> Basically, just play the entire album in the build. <laughs> uh, any of them? Any oh, of drum, the, the drummer, the drummer is a mag as well. To be fair. Oh right, yeah, well, unfortunately, uh, maybe yeah. sack the idea off then. Ruined. <laughs> Ruined. <laughs> <laughs> um, my favourite was obviously Power by Kanye West because I love Kanye and Max Power. So. <laughs> That's I don't remember it, really. this at all, though. I know when it's was, re- when was this? I, I, I was trying to think about this earlier, and normally you would just think, "I'll oh, just Google it," but not. That's not really something that's that Googleable. It was one season that we it had. Was it was just one season. It was the Allardyce season, wasn't it? Was it? Because I, I wanted to be the Allardyce season. I feel like <laughs> you, you know, no one man, <laughs> yeah, should have that much power. And like, obviously, Sam, you know, just fits, doesn't it? February. Yeah, I'm, I'm it, sure it was. I'm sure it was that season. Um, and if I was, I was, I was covering them around then, so I would have remembered it. Sure, it wasn't very memorable. I, th- it, I don't think it was Allardyce. So I think we were really crap. When we it, were really crap for the start of that season. Yeah, though. yeah. I think we were true. walking yeah. out to that and then getting beat three-one at home in Norwich. Like, yeah. <laughs> no one man had any power really. <laughs> and as well, like I remember, it took a few games for me to realise what song it was again because the P is so crap and because well, yeah. the bit of the song the play really f- like at the time I was just like I can't quite make out what this is I think it was like I saw someone on Twitter say what it actually was before I realised but weird that we just had it for a bit of a flash in the pan and then went back to ready to go after that yeah it was I, I, like yeah. I wonder who was picking it and stuff I mean obviously it's a great song in my opinion anyway but like it's just not one you would naturally associate with, I guess, run-out music at a football match. Certain bands and types of music really befit, I think. So in a way, I think that's also true of Enter Sandman. Because it's metal, it's guitar music, but it's the wrong kind of guitar music for football, yeah, if that makes yeah. sense. Um, I don't know, though, because it builds up, doesn't it? It builds it does. and builds and builds, and then, then you can kind of have the teams bursting out for when the drums kick in. And maybe it depends true. on what type of club you are as well. Like, if I don't yeah. know, like, if, maybe if you were, like, a German club, like, Dortmund, for example, would suit it because they've got, like, a massive terrace where the atmosphere is always like that. But 
if, like San Paoli. Yes, uh, mm. yeah, San Paoli, like a great shout because of you know the nature of the club. They've got that punk metal sort of ethos built into them. But I don't know, maybe yeah. if you're a British club and you're coming out of that for it's an weird, FA Cup for an FA Cup fourth round replay <laughs> where your stadium's half yeah. full. It's not yeah, really... Welcome to Sensil Bank. Yeah. Here's some Metallica. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Although, maybe clubs should change their run-out music dependent on the atmosphere going like into it. the game. So, like, if you if it's the Czech Trade Trophy, you come out to something, I don't know, quite meek, quite slow, because you're playing against an under-23s team where like, that's going to be the pace of the game. So, I don't know, maybe you come out to some... Know some nice like Simon and Garfunkel instead, just something like nice, quite like chill. <laughs> we're gonna have a nice relaxed night here watching uh, some sort of eighty percent paced football. But then if it's like <laughs> if it's like a derby match, you're coming out of like some like hardcore, like some Fugazi or some yeah, like, yeah, like really black get flag. flag pumped. Yeah, yeah. Tom Walsh would love that. Actually. Oh, he'd be all over it. That's part of the problem with the music that we play now because it's. I think the music we play now is, is as good as anything that we've had like with the Prodigy coming come Invaders Must Die I like it like, it's, I think yeah, it's, it's good really Invaders good Must Die yeah. but it just feels like really incongruous with, with, with League One football doesn't it because they're like everyone's pumped up and they're running out at the pitch and it's like mm, no, we're playing Shrewsbury yeah, yeah we're, we're, play, we're playing Gillingham for the 15th time yeah. <laughs> and it, I don't know it, 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 it reminds me of like when uh, when the Champions League briefly played behind closed doors just before this all kicked off, mm. and they were still playing the like they were playing the anthem and everything, and it, all lining up doing the thing, and there's nobody really in the crowd weird. at all. It just feels a bit, I don't know. It, well, it doesn't feel right. I kind of like this idea of a, a per game run out song. Oh, it's uh, totally off the ba- fly that as well. Well, in baseball, yeah. the players the, the, you, like uh, a batter, will, the guy will come out to bat, and they choose their own music, and they won't necessarily have the same one every game. Yeah. So you could even, like, going back to something that you mentioned before, Bobby, you could have a player a week selecting the run-out music. Obviously, we had the ill-fated Stuart Donald uh, mix, so we'd want to avoid that at all costs. <laughs> Real shame that isn't in Series 2 of Sunday Till I Die. When Especially because there's to... a big music theme built up at the beginning. Mm-hmm. You yeah, could have exactly. had a real bit of fun with that, I feel like. And wasn't it because Methven, this is the law, this is the rumour, Methven was on holiday, so Donald like uh, had the reins. He'd had a bit of a night out and had the chat with some or, or something like that. I might be getting this. Uh, I'm not sure. This might not. This might not even be true. But I remember hearing this. So he decided that he wanted us to walk, run out for the game the next day Love to it. work hard, play hard. <laughs> it was just so bizarre, and then just never again. It was so Incredible. bad as well because yeah. work hard, play hard just kept going on and on and on on a loop for ages and it was like, oh my God, this is just so horrible. Funny. It was so weird. Was that your favourite, Richard? <laughs> work hard, play hard. Yeah. <laughs> I know you're a big fan of yeah. that particular earth, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, I love it. I love a bit of Akon. <laughs> Who, Who doesn't? Not that there's anything wrong with Akon, obviously, so... If you could pick anything, what would it be, Richard? Would it be Work Hard, Play Hard? You could have any song for Sunland to run out to. I've got, I've got quite a few. Go. Um, Hit us with your like, best. I know, I know Gareth, Gareth spoke about it before on the, on the, on the chat saying how he wants Jimmy Eat World. Um, I can't remember which, which, which song he wants by Jimmy Eat World, but I really like Bleed American. Right. I think, I it, think that might be really, the one that he says, actually. I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's, he, I think it would work really well for coming out too. I think it would give it give it the kind of the atmosphere of a like Canadian hockey game or something. So, like, if there's a bit of editorial magic, which would actually be you, Richard, maybe you could drop that yeah. in around now so we can hear just what that lovely piece of music sounds like for those <laughs> not familiar with the emo genre. <laughs> uh, yeah. I was, it's not emo. Is it Jimmy emo? World had come out of emo, but they're kind of... They turned kind of scar, pop, pop, pop punk. Pop, pop punk emo. Yeah. Like, they used to be proper... E- oh, we're not going to get into that. I mean, we could if you want. But... <laughs> Let's not go deep on Jimmy Eat World. I'd, I'd yeah, basically pick a different dive. song from a different Kanye album every week. <laughs> uh, yeah. 
you could have loads of so many bangers that you pump that get you absolutely pumped up like black skinhead you could have black all of the lights You know, that's just two of, of the wealth of options that you could go through there. Uh, Rory, you said you'd... Would you go back to the future heads? I would, but controversially, despite the fact that I said I really like us, I would... I think a good one, if you want to change Dance of the Night, mm. would be have... Probably not the whole song, but the beginning of Straight to Hell by The Clash, Ooh. which obviously MIA sampled for... Was it Paper Planes? Actually yeah. sampled it for. Yeah. Just like that drum beat quite slow at the beginning and then the guitar comes in with that and it's like it's yeah. really anthemic and it's quite intimidating as well. Like you probably wouldn't have the lyrics in because it's essentially a song about GIs fathering kids in the Vietnam War. But like it's <laughs> just like quite yeah. obviously transparent in the lyrics, but <laughs> the music for it, and if you, especially if you like started increasing the volume louder and louder of it. And the players coming out, they're like, mm. yeah, I would go back to the future. It's the beginning of the twist. I really like this. Um, if you wanted a banter option, though, oh, I do want you a could go option. for, I appreciate this might be not be one that people are fam- massively familiar with, but go and look up, like, you know the music on, like, Saturday Night Live and the opening credits? It's, like, very, like, sax-driven. It sounds very New York, Manhattan-y. But obviously, on that, it introduces, like each member of the cast. So if you're going back to the 90s, it would be like Will Farrell, Tina Fey, etc. So you can mm. do that with the players and then have right, the yeah. players like coming out individually with the like with that American sort of almost 1950s style announcer. Although Frank, Frankie would let him keep in his job. So Frankie could take, <laughs> assume, that, assume that role of introducing each player. <laughs> and then obviously on Saturday Night Live, it's like, and the weekly host. So I guess you replace that with the manager. And then they have the musical guests, and then that's just what your halftime entertainment is that week. So, halftime entertainment obviously is usually just whoever's doing the halftime draw. So it'll be and musical guest Dick Malone, whoever's doing the grand in your hand draw. But go and li- listen to Dick, like Dick Malone on a theremin or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so go and listen to the Saturday Night Live. You'd be able to find it on YouTube, like the sort of titles music. Yeah. And then the way it introduced that, the cast that, members. But just imagine that with like Chris Maguire yeah. and Luke O9. We should brilliant. do like a. On that particular strand, when uh, I used to cover Darlington very, very rarely, but when they played at that ridiculously huge stadium on the outskirts of town, they had this thing in their last season there where they played that Barbara Streisand song. You oh know, my that God. Barbara Streisand. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Not, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, but man. In, I thought you meant Barbara between each herself break. there, which I was delighted no, no, no. about. <laughs> <laughs> it was something from. Uh, I don't know anything by Barbara Streisand. There we go. But um, yeah, in, like for the break where they'd go, Barbara Streisand, they'd, they'd read out the name of a player. Mm-hmm. So, like, wow. <laughs> just really, really corny. Jesus. They'd do that for the player names at the start of the game. So like, in goal, Barbara Streisand. <laughs> um, really, really corny. It was very, very conference national at the time. Oh, Can my you remember God. the trend of like announcers saying a player's first name and then getting the crowd to shout the second name? Yes, that's a that very was a European very, like, thing. Mid-naughties thing. I feel like what... Arsenal, when they first moved to the Emirates, would do that. And if yeah. all the crowds... I'm pretty sure they did. The Emirates is not a crowd that you... Because it just sounds so limp. Yeah. It doesn't sound like edgy and powerful. There's a lot of things that don't translate that well from European football to English football, and that mm. is one of the things that doesn't doesn't make a good a good transfer. Because sometimes you hear it on the continent, and it's visceral. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, maybe we should take a break at this point. Um, well, we're, since we're talk, you know, I think something that that goes hand in hand with music, just as we lead into the break, of course, is fashion. And just a reminder to keep going on from the terraces. No discount code at the moment, but obviously get yourself on there, get your clobber ready for when we're released from indoors. 
and we're allowed to record podcasts in the wild again and you're allowed to listen to them in the wild. Um, we'll take a quick break and then we'll come back and talk more stuff about footy and, and music. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello and welcome back to the Wise Men Say podcast. We've got an uninvited guest, well, kind of. We did invite him, but he's got a prehistoric laptop, as we mentioned at the, at the top of the programme. Matthew, welcome to this music chat. How are you doing? Hello. Yeah, all right. Yeah, I brought my laptop into the 21st century. Lovely. We're so happy to hear from you because we're just about to talk about... I think this makes us like a proper radio show. I feel like we should cheer Matt like with Steve right in the afternoon or something. It's a pleasure to be here. Hey, what, are you, what are you promoting, Matthew? What are you plugging? Um, my new podcast. Um, What's it called? It's called... Um, I've forgotten. Oh, great. That That's a good That's name for a podcast. Oh, no. <laughs> Just you trying to remember things from oh, no. the past. <laughs> Just go through right. the Instagram story and plug that. Lovely, mate. I will. I'll have another look at it. I don't know if anyone else... Well, you've got to bear in mind this isn't going out live so people can't dive on. When this gets released into oh, the no. wild... You have to put it there as a might highlight. be nothing on there. story highlight. I'll do that. Yeah, exactly. Don't worry. Well, they're, they're all highlights, so... <laughs> <laughs> right. Matthew, we'll start with you then since we're going to move on to... Um, I don't know, just music that, that you associate with going to the match. It might be like... Obviously, now we've got Frankie does his... Um, Sounds of the Soul, which is handy because it's like a, a record of posterity. But I mean, for me, going back to the nineties, for some reason, I really associate uh, "Roll with It" by Oasis with the footy. Yeah. Even though me and my dad would just be driving around listening to that album, probably not going to football. For me, that album and that song in particular are just something that is synonymous with going to the match. No, I think um, I don't particularly like the band, but um, a few U two songs. I don't know if it's because obviously they they had when when highlights briefly moved over to IAV, beautiful, but beautiful day always reminds me of going to the match. Um, that terrible song by by you two. Um, <laughs> but I agree with roll with it. Actually, I, I remember that um, a few times at the stadium, sort of early early door. I don't know if it, it actually was, or I don't know if it's something I'm just associating with with going to the match, but. A lot of indie rock, sort of Brit pop, some yeah. blur. Song two, song two was always played at the stadium. Yeah, right? yeah. Plus, it's very synonymous with one of the FIFA games. Mm. Um, song yeah. two that had that was one of the FIFA games with the best soundtracks, I think, as well. Yeah, because like on do you know FIFA the story games, behind that? Sorry, Rick. do you know the story behind why why it appeared on uh, FIFA? Was it '98? Wrote the World Cup. I think it was that on? one. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, anyway, yeah, tell yeah. them, relay the story. But, like Blur kind of gave up any royalties for it because it was going to cost a bomb to, to do um, in order for them to get World Cup final tickets. That's class. <laughs> I think I have heard that. It's got a ticket to the World Cup final. That's excellent. That. So, that's that's yeah. a pretty all right trade-off, I would say. Yeah. Love it. But like on FIFA, like I have a similar one because it was on FIFA, I think 2004. Like also had a really good soundtrack, but it had um, Irish Blood, English Heart by Morrissey on there. Oh, yeah. Yes, like which is like a brilliant song, and not particularly associated with going to matches, but it meant I associated it with I don't know the sort of like Mick McCarthy promotion era sort of season because it was the first time I'd heard that song, and I thought it was great. Didn't really have any. 
concept because I was only like 11 when, well, I've heard it and then kind of get into it, get into Morrissey the Smiths off the back of that. But it meant I've always associated it with football as well off the back of that. What's Take Me Out on that uh, soundtrack as well, Franz Ferdinand? I feel I like... was, that, that, that's one that was, always sort of sticks in my mind. Yeah. It's de- that's definitely on AFE for one. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it is. The year before, uh, Town Called Malice was on. Oh, yeah. 2002. Oh, yeah, so yeah that's, that's a big memory for me. Like, from, they, they had great soundtracks, of... didn't they, FIFA? Like, for yeah. that. Oh, yeah, brilliant. Five year sort of period, especially. Well, probably longer. I think, like, like Falls are on a more recent one as well. Yeah. I was going to say, the more recent ones, I've been playing on it a day, and I just feel like I am properly Yadar. Like, oh, <laughs> they don't make them like they used to. What's this? <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. Who, who's Dua and uh... <laughs> Oh, sounds the same as does like. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Get this fucking shade off. Get some guitar music on. Proper music. <laughs> <laughs> I know. To be honest, now I think about it, most of the music I associate with footy is related to computer games. I yeah. hadn't really thought of it like that, but it, it probably is. There wasn't many that, like, when you, like, brought this up before, that I was thinking that I associate with goal, apart from, like, ones that have already been said. Like, yeah. me, me and my dad, if we went, like, an away game, we'd, we had these, which were bought from Hot Rats in Sunderland. There were these albums called, like, Punk in Sunderland, which were, like, oh, yeah. CDs of, like, punk bands in Sunderland. Like, I don't know... Angelic Upstart, Red Alert, yeah. bands like that. Toy Dolls. Toy Dolls actually not on it, controversially. What? I know, I know, Matt. I know. <laughs> Matt's fuming. That was like what one thing that I mainly remember. But I remember listening to those compilations, which I was like looking like into like the track listens on them, which brought us earlier onto the Wikipedia page of the Angelic Upstart, who are actually from South Shields, but Sunderland fans, so you know, fair enough. Best and of like, both worlds, that, like, like, like really, Richard. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. There's a great bit on their Wikipedia page where I just thought was worth, worth mentioning where it says the band's original members were, and it lists all the original members. And then it says, Keith Bell was the manager until 1980 when he was jailed for four and a half years for arson. Oh, wow. Just, wow. What a shit crying. Yeah, I know. <laughs> four and a half years. Just, it's just on there, on their Wikipedia page for uh. no reason. But they like. <laughs> well, no, it's very, very useful piece of information. But we would listen to them like going to away games because it was like a Sunderland thing to listen to. <laughs> like bands like Holy Racket as well, who like weren't ever like big punk bands, but would like you could go and see in like the Borough for like three quid, and there'd be like yeah. eight support bands on and stuff like that. So like fond memories, it brings us like fond memories of going to gigs for the first time, I guess, and like going. To, like, I love the Borough. Old Borough. Oh, oh yeah, amazing. I don't like this this done out thing. What's that? Shite. Shite. It's taking the edge off it. Been. It yeah, did it's totally it, different. It did. It, it took a lot of it away, didn't it? When when they when they did it out. Massively. Like, yeah. You liked having when, to get your wellies on to go to the toilet. That like, was part when of the you charm. Could, when you could no longer smell the toilets from outside the yeah. Place, yeah. Sort of <laughs> when it didn't have like old alcoholic punks with like leather jackets and mohawks. Just like, it was it was a great pub though because it was very like a scene pub even when I started first going to town there was like corners of like you'd have mods punks rockers yeah. in there even like like and everyone just sort of appreciating each other not like kicking fuck out of each other like they would would in years gone by but everyone was just sort of appreciating each each other sticking with the you know like the, the it's been the alternative and, yeah there's a sort yeah. of kinship to that isn't it and I had like it would have like. You get a decent pint in there as well. Oh, yeah. always have, like, quite red, good beer red stripe. on. used to do red stripe on the draft. I haven't been in for ages, to be fair. Borough Bombs as well, I think they've gone the journey. You know, you went in with, you know, your full memory intact and left, and it was the next morning. <laughs> yeah. They seem to have gone the journey, though. <laughs> I think when all this is over, we should go to the borough. Even, though, it's, it, even it's though it's not as good now, but let's go anyway. I think we should go to the borough and we should... Well, it's one option. What we could do in the borough is recreate... Those Puma things that they did. Those YouTube vids. Yes. What were they called again? They had like a proper name. I had them on before and I forgot. Like Hard Chance they were called. Hard Chorus or something. Hard Chorus, chorus, that's it. Obviously the Savage Garden one is just... Beautiful. Incredible, that. Like people need to YouTube this, yeah. Yeah, YouTube it because... It is actually quite emotive. <laughs> it's, it's it's amazing. Good. It is. 
It's good. There's, it has power. Harmonies in there. It's, I mean, it's all sang in a, in a Cockney accent, which kind of hams it up a bit. But the, the harmonies are really tight, and it, it's it's something quite something quite stirring. It's about that it. good. It's that. that good blend, which like more, which like all good sort of like male voice choirs do, or like sort of like pit brass bands do, where it's that mm. thing of. It's masculinity, like it's it's overt masculinity, but it's countered with singing something like that Savage Garden song, which is quite loving and quite sweet, and it's kind of balancing it out and creating a good sort of sensitivity to it. It's it's like the hooligans who would like to listen to the Smiths as well, even yeah, though they're like yeah. kick, kicking people's heads in at the same time, like <laughs> sweet, sweet and tender hooligan. Yeah, exactly, Matt. Oh, exactly. Perfect. Makes me think of that film Away Days, actually, that we were talking about the other day in the group chat. More on that at a later date, perhaps. <laughs> yeah. Well, perhaps, we'll see. So uh, my question is, after we, we've all engaged with this fantastic YouTube-based content, uh, Puma getting some free advertising here, no. you know. Um, what would you, Which pub would you pick and which song for our hooligan element, basically Stephen Goldsmith, to, uh, <laughs> to to lead us in a hardcore well, of. I would like to see um, outside the Jacksons, obviously, um, a group of hooligans singing a million love songs by Take That. Love it. Yes, that would be amazing. Not bad. I can feel it now. At me, it's spine tingling. I'm getting a bit <laughs> emotional. <laughs> I'm going to take that as well. I'm I'm taking um, Want You Back For Good. I don't know which pub we're going to have this in, but it needs to have a big screen so we can have images of Catamole video clips and we're all singing Want You Back For Good to Lee Catamole. Do you know what I mean? Agree. I just feel what, that would just be pub? beautiful. I've got a big screen. Are you I, doing I mean, Port of Call? Look, I was thinking Port of Call's the screen city, isn't it? There's a screen yeah. everywhere you turn. That that could work quite nicely, actually. Do it in the harbour. Got a... oh, the shape of the harbour's no good. Yeah, it's hard to watch a match in the yeah. harbour. You could do it in the Queen Vic in the karaoke part. You could oh, get a big screen yeah. up the Queen in Vic there. Queen Vic would work really well. Yeah, actually. I think it could be the Queen Vic. What about you, Rory? You got anything for us? Well, I'm I'm sticking actually into the Roca Riviera, um, but the so- <laughs> first of all, the song I'm going to say "Everybody Hurts" by REM. Oof. Oof. Oh, yeah. Again, yeah. for like being a Sunland fan, it's quite. Beautiful. You know, things are, we're always hurting. You know, I'm very, I'm gone very on the nose with this. But instead of doing it outside of, well, I, 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 I guess it, it is still a pub, it's a bar, outside of poetic license, because I think it's these hooligans <laughs> when they're going out for a yes. night out with their yes. lass and they're, like showing, they're showing their sensitive side. And you've got like, you, you could even film it so you've got like the beach in the background where sun's setting a little bit. You know, if you filmed it on a summer night, it would look quite beautiful, quite evocative. Um, plan this out really well. I'm, as soon as the pubs are open, I'm going to film this. Yeah, well... Really good. We'll have to get Stephen to do it. And... <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he will. I'm sure he'll be fine I'm with sure that. he'll be up for it. <laughs> what about you, Richard? Well, he is doing it, whether he likes it or not. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> as if we could force Stephen to do anything. I was thinking yeah. that's kind of counter to the whole hooligan vibe we're trying to give him here. <laughs> yeah. Do what I want when I want. <laughs> <laughs> How are you then, Richard? Right. So, right, so mine would be uh, the anthem of hope and uh, and expectation of which is Coldplay's Fix You. Oh, and that would be it. Yeah. in on the top deck of the Cooper Rose. Oh, oh yes. yes. Yeah, really Lovely. good. With, well, with a well. big poster of Phil Parkinson in the background. <laughs> <laughs> Phil Parkinson. <laughs> We'll try what? to fix us. <laughs> I think this has double meaning because we also want to fix. That. I want Phil Parkinson's face on the dance floor. <laughs> yes. Oh, Remember no. when Dixie's Midnight Runners went on top of the pops and had um, a picture of Jockey Wilson <laughs> yes. instead of uh, Jackie Wilson, and they did uh, Jackie oh. Wilson says. God, we just have that, but like not have any kind of like. But instead of Phil Parkinson, pick... instead of Phil Parkinson, have Michael Parkinson. Michael Parkinson. <laughs> Michael Parkinson. <laughs> and they just made a Parkinson theme tune because that is that, that would is be the, good. One of the best theme tunes of all time. Now there's a yeah. tune you could we run out. Come, to that's to what we should come out to. Yeah, 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 we should come out yeah exactly. Down the steps. 
down the steps <laughs> yeah, of the West End. Instead of a tunnel, oh, that's, what, uh, that's, what, that's, what, that's what everyone should come out of the houses to when lockdown's over, the Parkinson thing. <laughs> everyone should, it should get, just be, yeah, It everyone... should just be playing like, around the country for days. Oh, my just on God. Repeat. It's such Brilliant. a tune, the whole thing. It is a tune. It's fantastic. I love it. Brilliant. That's amazing. If I tell you what the Parkinson theme music would work well for as well, goal music. <laughs> it would just be ridiculous. Yeah, sort of swaggery celebration yeah. as well, yeah. How do you feel about goal music? Hate it. Yeah. I think it works on the yeah. continent, to be fair. It's weird, like, isn't it? A lot it? of how German it's... clubs do it, and I don't know, it seems like, because the fans get into it. Mm. But, I would, yeah. But I'd in this rather, country, it's terrible. It, uh, well, I mm. think it would be quite good if they did it the other way. So if the home team conceded a goal, <laughs> then they played like a really sad song. <laughs> that would be reserved for own goals, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just like play like "Embarrassment" by Madness or something every time like, we concede a goal. Uh, speaking of madness, Chelsea have got good match day music. Yeah, yeah, oh really God. good match they, day they music. Possibly do have the with the liquidator. The liquidator yeah. is just fantastic. Yeah. Could be the, the best. That fits into the clap, 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 clap. It Chelsea, does, yeah, is yeah. Chelsea. It's perfect. Just. That song's too cool for Chelsea, though. No, they are the coolest football club in the oh, world. Richard, what were you? <laughs> realize, no, Richard. You're saying this to Craig and Matthew. <laughs> Just kidding, it's a good Richard. Job we're doing yeah. Are you right, though? It's another one of those things, Rory, that just doesn't translate well at all to this country. Yeah. And it does work elsewhere. Because I thought, like, I feel good in that, like, was just so it's naff. naff. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Crap. Well, they'd play it when we'd like we'd be like three 0 down and score. <laughs> That's funny, that though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Reserve it yeah. only for goals like that. Are you, now <laughs> fireworks <works>. going off. <laughs> I agree. Right. Okay. I'm on board. What? <laughs> I, yeah. I just don't think anything works. Like we don't have anything that would work yeah. at Sunderland for well, goal music. But we couldn't do anything. We can't do anything. So, what? like, goal music's not going to work. We just, be nice to like, score nothing, some nothing goals. works ever. It'd be nice yeah. to score goals, to be honest, lads. Yeah. <laughs> Take that. That's true. <laughs> bit, bit, of a, bit of a dar joke for you there. Wee. No, but it's just nice to score some goals, ain't like, it? <laughs> <laughs> Any club that plays Chelsea Dagger should be, like, relegated. Oh, I agree. I agree. I absolutely hate that. Wigan, yeah, Wigan yeah. used to always play Chelsea Dagger, didn't they? Yeah. That was very kind of 2005. Like Soccer AM was was riding high in the on the on the on the charts, or whatever you know, whatever you'd call it. Uh, <laughs> it's just uh, just awful kind of mid two thousands rubbish. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a fan at all either. Yeah, I agree. I think Chelsea might actually use that in some of their pre match stuff. So I think they, they do they it lose. ironically. Well, <laughs> <laughs> they did it before it was popular. They, they, they've, they've, got, they've got it on vinyl, and it was like a white label release. I was going to say, I think it's the demo version that they use. So think, yeah. It's a cover version by Paul Weller. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Weller covering Chelsea Dagger in the style of the Style Council. I'd love that, to be fair. I'd love to hear that, actually. It'd be very Good. interesting wow. to hear it, yeah. Speak, well, obviously, like, Madness are Chelsea fans, aren't they? I think they are. Yeah, yeah. Suggs, Suggs is a massive Chelsea fan. Suggs. Chelsea have got some good musical fans. Joe Strummer was a Chelsea fan. Yeah, well, uh, Steve Jones from the Sex Pistols, Chelsea yeah. fan. Suggs, Suggs would often miss Madness rehearsals to go and just watch Chelsea. It's mad that, isn't it? When you think yeah, about it. Yeah. Do, you think, do you think Frankie's no, missed... They were uh, mad. Do you think Frankie's missed practice to go and watch the lads? Um, <laughs> no, I don't know. Ask him. We should, yeah, I. Yeah, we, we could. Yeah, you can, well, we'll know if Frankie's listened to this or not by whether or not he tells us. Yeah, <laughs> good test. We just wait what, patiently for his reply. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, what we have had at Sunderland, maybe we could use it as goal music, is like, cheer up Peter Reid. <laughs> totally incongruously out of step with what's going on at the club. Just, just randomly use that. To be fair, well, cheer up Peter Reid is like one of my first memories of like... Sunderland Football Club Likewise generally. I can it's remember great. me dad Having the tape Like the yes. cassette yeah, I've, tape I've In the car the tape. Yeah. I found the tape The other day I was going through Some old shit Because there's nothing else to do <laughs> And I found um, Yeah I found The old cassette That and the cassette Of What's the Story Morning Glory As well Nice oh, That's Brilliant. a good find So There's a thing That's pretty cool but, So What was the B-side then? What? For, I can't remember I didn't really look For that 
Well, you're like a waste of time, aren't you? The Balearic. The Balearic mix of virtue. Meth and loving it. Because, like, there was a phase of, like, we were riding on this, like, new Labour kind of Sunderland being great Christopher wave where there was a god-awful 40,000 Strong song came out. Can anyone remember that? I can't just, remember, I remember that. that yeah, the, so the, is that on that, like, Love Supreme compilation, like, Mackham Music, Sound of Sunderland, it's called, or something? But it was, like, someone... The, the, the Love Supreme ones were generally, generally really, like, they were good laugh. Like, you know, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Niall Quinn's disco pants and stuff. But that 40,000 strong one was like this really earnest, like, we're 40,000 strong and we always no. sing as one. Yeah. And, and it was that just like, a bit what is mad. this? Yeah. Yeah, well. well I mean, I think when, when, nice segue. Well, when there you make the step into, like, being earnest, when you make the step of being earnest and kind of being heartfelt and stuff, you completely lose it. It's gone, isn't it? Newcastle yeah. are great at doing it. Yeah, we, really we just good. kind of stick with the humour. But we'll start with yeah, we, we'll start we with Gaza, right? Come on! Like, shit, and we know we are kind of. <laughs> so, Gaza did it earnestly, but well, obviously Waddle, I suppose, was a mag, but Sunderland, so not really a mag. And hit obviously Diamond Light was very earnest because it was a legit attempt at a pop career. Yeah, it's it's yeah. fine, Diamond and it's a Light. good tune. It's all right, good. like. And it, they did do a follow-up song, which I'm sure and the was song on... that he did with Basil Bolly as well. Yeah, yes. I was just yeah. the video for that's amazing, by the way, that animated video. Brilliant. It's incredible. Yeah. Uh, that's another that's one right. to dig out on YouTube. Stands up, that. Um, but obviously Gaza is the main man, right? So, yeah, you know, World in Motion, great. By the way, World in Motion, I can hear, I don't know if anyone else can, and I don't know if I'm imagining it, Peter Beardsley saying, Express yourself. Express yourself. <laughs> yes, exactly, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. You can well, hear the video. If you watch the video, it has <laughs> Peter Beardsley saying, like, yeah, yeah, it, it has it. him there, but... <laughs> That so, impression, Craig. Uh, Dear me. Well, wow. that, uh, is that allowed to be in or not? Uh, uh, maybe yeah, we maybe we need to edit. No, no, that was just. Nah, an, he's uh, fine. But Mom has made like well, not made a career on it, but he's you know <laughs> that's he's doing true, it every I, week. It's part uh, of his career at the minute. Um, but obviously, like Gaza's in the video <laughs> and that as well. And <laughs> <laughs> Richard, Richard getting in on it now. You can though. You, you, it's it's well, really you can, like clearly hear him doing. It's really funny. It's really can. funny when you see when you see his face. You can't help but do the voices. Oh, really yeah. <laughs> All right, Bob. World, in, Bob. World in Motion is the second best ever football song after Gaza rap Agreed. by Gaza, which Agreed. is just. I mean, look. Black and white, red and white, Rangers, Celtic, I don't care what you are. There's nothing to dislike about that song or video. <laughs> the, the video, video with, it's amazing because yeah. he doesn't know the words. Wearing <laughs> a shell suit jacket, like <laughs> zipped down to like, his navel, is just like... And he's, so he's just miming, knocks it off just, his shoulders. He's just miming like random, he doesn't know the words to the song, it's incredible. It's the it's it's amazing. The whole everything about that is inc- is just magnificent. Oh man, I absolutely love it. Like there's Come bits on. where he's just in the metro centre and that. Come on, obviously that refrain. <laughs> and uh, long-time listeners will remember, of course, that uh, Gareth and I used it as the theme music for the flat. <laughs> one one for Gaz the real is, heads. Gaz is here to play the game. <laughs> He must have been... Was he at Spurs at the time, I think he was, wasn't he? Because a lot of it's in a London black was, cab. Yeah, he's yeah. in a bit of a black cab, yeah. For just like... God, I love Gaza. But uh, the, the mags... So the mags generally, they're really proud, I think, of the fact they've got, like, you know, Blade and Racers and these other assorted... I used to go out with a Newcastle fan and a uh, Masters, oh, what other sort of tra- Sunderland traditional songs? And I was thinking, I don't know, I don't really give a shit, to be honest. I'm not even from Sunderland. Um <laughs> And then I was thinking, yeah, all right, you might have your blading races or whatever. I'm, I'm sure Sunderland's got a, a, an equivalent. But um, frankly... Yeah, we've got equivalent. What, what have we got? Lampton Worm. I was going to say that the Lampton Worm. Yeah. <coughs> not really, so, like, the same thing, though, I guess. You're not going to get that going in the stands, are you? Maybe, maybe we should. We could do. Yeah? yeah. Wish, lads. <laughs> 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 but... But, you know, it doesn't matter what they do because, you know, like you say, we've, we've done plenty of stuff tongue-in-cheek. We've had, like, 
even the song to the ninety for the ninety two cup final and stuff, you know, like oh, uh, great that brilliant. That's good. That's good. Really, fun. really good song. Like well done. Uh, it's in the world of motion, kind of world in motion. Sorry, kind of uh, category, isn't it? Over. Yeah, yeah. It's not like an embarrassment, like for example, over Geordies. <laughs> oh, mate. Dear me. I mean, we're talking wow. about videos, but my God, just a man in his mag shirt <laughs> with three children. Like, I, I hope these. Re- I hope he's lessons. related to them. Like, just yeah. going through sites in Newcastle and just the worst lyrics as well. We could do it? a deep dive on that song and analyze every sequence and lyric. It's yeah. just got it all. It's got it all. Deplorable. <laughs> just ages like ages ago, ages ago, I googled him and like found out what he was called and that. And he he does cruise ships and oh, he does brilliant. like all kinds. Oh. I think he lives in like Mallorca or something. Wow! Loads of like, and he he'd roped again, roped his kids in to sing sing with them, and it was like it was absolutely terrible. It was just, like why put that on YouTube because <laughs> she was flat, she was flat and sharp at the same time. <laughs> and he wasn't much better. <laughs> Good effort, to be fair. Yeah, yeah. It's just that we're the pride of the land and you didn't understand. Yes, like, the didn't understand. Div- <laughs> but, 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 like, didn't understand what exactly? I, I, yeah, I don't know what you like, want me to understand. I don't understand. If you're asking, if you're asking, Rory, you didn't understand. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. Is, the... is that it? You either, <laughs> is it like being cool? Like, if you're trying to be cool, then you can't be cool. If you're trying to understand... Yeah. You didn't understand. I think, <laughs> I think it's. I think it's in. I think it's in Duh. there because it happened to rhyme with land. <laughs> I think you could be right. I think. But, I think perhaps you are correct. But it is a regular refrain amongst mags that people didn't understand. And it is, that's the thing. Yeah. That's yeah, the thing. It is. Like it's not like oh, it's not like you listen to that and be like oh well that that's a bit of a shit rhyme. But no one would actually say that. They fucking say that. Exactly. <laughs> they, they do say it. I don't understand what don't expect again, much, what, man. What, what don't I understand? <laughs> There's loads that I didn't understand about them, to be fair. Passion. That's what I didn't... Un- it's passion. That's what you don't understand. Divin, sorry. <laughs> passion. Great but song, like, though. There's, really a no- well, there's some great lyrics, like, people say the tune aren't good. Poetry, that. Could have been written by Shaky himself. <laughs> uh, people say the tune on good and we'll never win a cup again. That's the lyric, isn't it? Well, yes, I'll tell you what, you're, you're right true, there, to be honest. Nice to see they've proved them wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I, it's just, oh, it's just everything that they stand for and more. It's just terrible. I bet you, have they done any, like, cup finals, sort of, root of cup final songs? I bet they're really, like, egotistical and up their own arse. Yeah, they did. Sting they don't did get, one. They don't get any... Did he? Sting. Yeah, yeah. In the 90s. Did, uh, when they got the cup final in... Because they got the cup final in 98 and mm. 99, didn't they? Yeah. yeah. It was the, oh, yeah, it was and they the lost both. One. Yeah, they did lose They did both. a really terrible song called uh, Bringing the Pride Back Home. Oh, I remember it now because they played it on Metro... Yeah, they played on Metro Radio all the time. Oh, uh, wow. They also played at the same around the same time. They played uh, the New Radicals. You yes, get it, not the, yeah, that's yeah, right. The New Radicals, yeah. But what they'd do is they'd like they'd, they'd wait till the instrumental bit halfway through and they'd start putting like Newcastle commentary over it. Oh. They'd be like Ketspire! Ugh. That was ter- terrible. But now oh, just, when I hear that song, that I song I think Tell you who did, song, did, yeah. did, ruined quite quite a good song. Yeah, he did I that agree. to quite good effect though, and who aren't well aren't mags it's an international one so maybe there's some mag influence in there is get on up by five with the england commentary of qualifying for the 2002 world cup is well nine-year-old me thought that was (laughs) fucking fantastic i'd love to see sunderland run out 27 years old now still stand by it actually goal music brilliant get on up five (laughs) yeah 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 it, that's the only. Yeah. If you're going to go goal music, it might as well be something absolutely shit like that. Do you know yeah, I, mean? I think you, yeah, you've totally got to go down that route. I think. Yeah, if you try and do mm. it seriously, you just look ridiculous. So you might as well. <laughs> the the best thing about the mags as well is even when like they didn't have any involvement with the mags, the still like Alan Pardew before he was a mag was involved with that Crystal Palace, uh, Glad All Over song. And he looks so much like he thinks he's a pop star in a video. 
He's yeah. so smug. That's and quite a good himself. club anthem, actually. It is. Glad all over. Well, Palace play that. that like not just before kickoff, but they play it as the kickoff, which I find really annoying because like the ball's in play and they're playing glad all over. Yeah, like, that shouldn't be full allowed. blast, and the fans are all singing. I, I don't think that should be allowed. No, because we cut wise men say off before balls kicked, don't we? Yeah. You need that little bit of silence, yeah. and the first ball is kicked, and, and it's time for football, yeah. not for a, not for a, a good old cockney written knees up. <laughs> <laughs> um, I hate Palace, though. Yeah, hate I do as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm not a fan of them at all either. Um, I guess we've we've probably covered everything. The last thing to talk about is probably like which which player would you trust? It comes back to something we were talking about earlier. I guess we could broaden it out. So thinking about Frankie's like sounds of the soul. Can you remember when? Well, of course you can remember when Lee Catmull and Max Power were driving down <laughs> very fast down a road and uh, two times was playing and obviously Frankie played two times a few times. So who would you trust the most to to sort of either do a, a match day playlist? Because we've, we've said Stuart Donald's is an all go. I think Charlie Meffin did a pretty good job with the run out music. But what about the players? Yeah, to, to, to be fair to him, he did. Because we used to think Adam Matthews looked quite cool, but it turned out he had really bad yeah. music taste. Oh, yeah. Who do you reckon's got the best music taste now? I bet it's like bit bald men fighting over a comb, to be honest. Do you reckon? I think power will probably be quite balanced. It might be a bit all happen. over yeah. the place. Yeah, yeah, but I think there'll be enough good stuff in there where you'll be like... Because he, he's trust just him. very man of the people. Max, and he's a captain. He? Yeah. So you kind yeah. of, when you put your trust in your captain... Like, yeah, I look at the rest of them and I, 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 nothing's jumping out at us. There's not enough person... That, which, like Charlie White, I feel like, is going to have mm. really dismal music taste. Oh, it'll, 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 yeah, be, yeah, terror, it'll be abysmal. It'll be pig music. bag, it'll won't be it? It'll be pig bag. Yeah, You'll like pig yeah. bag. Um, I bet he goes home. Well, he likes Turkish music, doesn't he? Yeah, well, just, yeah. Some of them might be good, that. though. We don't know. Could be good. Could be really good. Oh, well, no one, is anyone a fan of Turkish music? I don't even know what comes under that. I don't think I've ever listened to any, but... If you're, uh, listening, if you're listening, Aline, send us your best Turkish hit. And we'll, uh, yeah. we'll blast well, it. Well, send them, send them to Frankie. Send them straight to Frankie, yeah, send them, and then he can play them. And he will play them. We'll have a Turkish day like the Mags had a France day. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was amazing. Can we talk about that? Can we do a different one? podcast yeah, on that? When they, called the, when they renamed the strawberry, Le Fraise. Oh, no. <laughs> no <laughs> the toes are curling. They did. Oh, they my did. God. <laughs> Steve Ritz, I need, I need to go half. for a walk after hearing that. Like, that's uh, just, it's one yeah. of the worst things ever. Ugh. But best, because it was them. Oh, yeah, hello. Who, who do you think will have the worst taste in music? Oh, that's a good squad. Mm. I reckon it'll be John McLaughlin. I was thinking him. I couldn't remail. I think, I think we th- yeah, because. He'll be Phil Collins, he'll be like. He will. He will. Compared to some of the shit I bet Charlie <laughs> White listens to, though, I bet like Phil Collins is like all right in comparison. I wonder if anyone, yeah. you know, they've been doing these Q and A's. I wonder if, because I haven't, I've only paid attention to a little bit of Maguire being pretty hilarious. <laughs> but I wonder if anyone's asked them what kind of music they're into. Well, today Joe Lynch did one with the club, and like, the club yeah. put it out on the on the socials. Oh mm. yeah. So I, I didn't have a chance to listen to it, but seriously, yeah, it was mainly Joe Lynch. Yeah, yeah, they did like it, a, was, it was mainly two. Joe Lynch, yeah. Was it two pack? You was liked two pack. That's all yeah. right. I mean, I, I like I like hip hop. I'm not a huge two pack fan, but I mean that's a respectable choice. That's a good yeah, choice of music. It's not like he's in the. That. He's not picking. I just, I just doubt anybody that oh, brought out more music after he died. Dobson he would have. Yeah. He died. Dobson would have a bad taste. Yeah. In music. Yes, oh, agreed. So would O Nine. And O Nine. Well. Nine yeah. yeah. Well, they'd have the they, same taste in music. O Nine's favorite songs: the Grease Mega Mix. Oh. Reminds me of his last yeah. holiday. Yeah. Uh, they both like to listen. O Nine's favorite songs: Baby Shark. Oh. Yes, yes, great. <laughs> they both like whatever's memeable at the time, so they both love Gangnam Style, and they like also. Charge just, just yes, they love that. Yes, and just yes. whatever's in, you know, whatever's in the, the, the charts, the whatever's in the charts, song, like Pizza Hut, McDonald's. But the thing is hilarious. I think it's really funny. Oh yeah, I think it's great banter. Yeah, it, it, it absolutely isn't. It is not. <laughs> right on that note. Unless anyone's got anything else they want to talk about footy-wise. Obviously, it's the 4th of April, and uh, speaking of football and music, 
obviously Oasis and we've come up a couple of times and one of the reasons we trust Max is because he posted an Instagram story with a live version of Acquiesce earlier on his Instagram story yeah. and tonight speaking of Acquiesce you won't get you, hopefully you've already listened to this and you're as pumped as me and Matthew have been all week Bonehead is doing a virtual play party of uh, What's a Story so yeah Hopefully, when you listen That's to this, brilliant. you'll be able to reminisce about, about the fact that night out you had with Bonehead yeah, in quarantine, <laughs> and it also means we can talk about Bonehead again and yes. uh, how he's brilliant. <laughs> Agree, great. Right, thanks for listening. It's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style.